This podcast is brought to you by the Spare Time Legends Podcast Network. Listener discretion is advised. Edging in my spare time, motherfucker. We walk alone in the unknown. We live to win another victory. We are the young, dying sons. We live to change the face of history. Yes, indeed. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. What a load of shit. To the, to the showcase out. to the showcase of the it immortals. Was that, it was that shit. I'm not even going into it with you, well, dick. Probably loads of people turned off after listening to that. Well, we're off to a fine start. Oh, fancy tuning into Legend in my spare time podcast this, about this fine morning. I'll just have a, I'll have a look. Google it. Legend in my spare time podcast. And uh, get through to us. And then they'll be like, I'm listening to that shit going. What the fuck is this? This is a song by 12 Stones called We Are One. 12 Stone. It's supposed to, no, 12 Stones. Yeah. And it's supposed to be a metaphor, Degsy. Can you turn my earphones up, please? Thank you. Oh, you have your own actual individual volume controller. You remember? It's oh, on, yeah. It's on yeah. the knob. Go on, I'm in up. For fuck's sake. Listen, this song was supposed to be a metaphor for we stick together through the tough times here on Legend of My Spare Time. But no. Fucking Degsy, the Taoist, can't even... No, I definitely am not sticking with you on that one. That is a bag of shit. Listen to it. It's like generic shit. Can you turn it off in the background, please? Have you got a different backing? You want me to turn it up in the background? Not yeah, off. I, can, I, I can do that. No, turn it off. What a shite. We are one, we are one. Number one. The chosen ones. Oh, how very fucking prophetic. Prophetic and pathetic. Welcome to another edition of your favorite podcast. And if it ain't your podcast, if it ain't your favorite podcast by now, you must have been living under a stone for the last 25 years, or at least the last uh, 12 weeks. I am the one, the only, the Funkasaurus, the Reverend Matt Lees. He is Degsy the Taoist. We are here again, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome aboard the good ship legend in my spare time. That's right. The good ship legend once a week, whether, or whether you like it or not. Yes. I like it. Do you? Mm. Well, listen. That's what she said. That is what she said. Well done. So, here we are, ladies and gentlemen. Don't patronize me. Yeah, I'll patronize you all I want. Don't patronize me. Don't patronize me and don't patronize me either. You dickhead. Bellend. Yeah, so how's your week been anyway? Yeah, like you care. (laughs) No, I'm just like, I'm just doing what you say. Like you always ask me and put me on the spot. How's your week been anyway? Fucking hell. Can you turn? Look. Yes. Can you fucking turn that off? Why? This song's great. Put some of that 50 shit on. That's from the Muppet soundtrack, bro. I don't give a fuck. You it's still shit. <laughs> you don't like Starship? Fucking hell. What's wrong with Starship? Come on. 
Did I tell you Steve Coogan's my friend on Facebook? Yeah, like multiple times, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. <coughs> it was interesting every time, though. So that's good. Oh. My week has been fine, Dexy the Taoist. And yeah. how has your week been? Hey, it's been good, you know. What did I do? I did, uh... I did something. Oh, I went... To, oh, no. I told you about that last week. Um, what did I do? What did you do? Nothing. Nothing? I went to work and watched WrestleMania and... There was two things that happened <laughs> in my week that were worth worthy of uh, conversation. Well, I'll be the judge of that. Yes. Well, you can be the judge of it, but if I could only remember. Well, while you think of that, yeah. we received a listener interaction specifically for you, Degs. Oh, that's jolly nice. An audio file. Right. And it's not from Smithy this time. An audio file. Is that somebody that does rude things to audios? Yes. Yeah. Uh, it is from... Well, you know what? I'm just going to play it. Oh, you know what? Burr. I'm confused as to why... Uh, yes, that's why... Did you watch Face Jacker this week? No. Oh, that's funny. No. This is Joe. <sighs> what is happening with you over there and your friggin' iPhone? <sighs> Ready? Go on. Degsy, this is Joe. I have a couple of hey, questions Joe, what do you know? for you. First question... When is the last time that you bought Diablo a pack of cigarettes? Because if he smoked one, after every time you have verbally filleted him on the show, he would go through cigarettes quite often. Next, you do a absolutely spot-on impression of Spongebob. But is it really necessary every single show? Sometimes the best comedy isn't repeated over and over again. It's just kind of thrown out sporadically. Oh. I'd hate to have it wear any more thin than it has. Oh. Love you, buddy, but SpongeBob has got to go. Fuck. So good one. Fuck. Oh, my fucking God, Joe. What are you on about today? I think you've been at the, um, I don't know, the, the, the cheese. Well, <clears throat> I got to say, Joe has been a listener since episode one. Yeah. So his he opinion like must it. be respected. But what I was Listen, thinking... Listen, Joe, I, I respect your opinion, but I have, I've had a lot of positive feedback. I mean, that is obviously a very negative bit of feedback there. Yeah, but... Because you know, he did say that he enjoys your impression, and yeah. he enjoys the segment. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I think it would be funnier if we presented as a proper British person Degsy's Dirty Words of the Week. We put something similar to the Faulty Towers theme song underneath. But you. what? I mean, and we've, you we've got it. a contract with SpongeBob now. Yeah, but fuck SpongeBob. No, fuck fucking SpongeBob. I'm I'm the boss here. If I well, want to, yeah, fire you him, are the boss. You are the boss. I think it would be funnier to have you read them in your own voice. You think so? Yeah, I definitely. Well, I do. don't. Well, I guess we're at a stalemate. I don't think it would be funny, but I mean, I, I'll. T uh, I mean, SpongeBob's on his way around. What should we do this week? Um, not answer the door when he knocks. <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> Is he going to kick my door down? Well, he can just slide under the door. Have you not seen what he can do? He's, he's pretty amazing. No, man. I don't. I was just going to say that I don't watch cartoons, but that just wouldn't be true. No. It's, no. SpongeBob is uh, not actually a cartoon. He's a real person. As you know, we've, we've had him on well, the yeah. show several you keep, times. You keep bringing him to my fucking house, so yeah, yeah. he is real. Two things I did. I can't remember what either of them were. No? Well, no. I got a couple things for us this week. Come we're going to play a rapid-fire game in a little bit. Yeah. Um, but do we have to say hello to somebody? Yeah, we have to say hello to a lot of people, so I'll do mine. You do yours. Smithy. 
Smithy, all right, Smithy. All right, Smithy. We got Joe from Iowa, of course, who just... Uh, all right, Joe, what what do you know? Not a lot by the sound of it, Joe. Not, well, not appreciating that. All right, you've got guns and all that, but come on. I was getting some very positive feedback until I was slapped down. Yeah, well, maybe maybe Joe... Uh, really slapped down. Maybe Joe will join us and explain himself. Oh, shit, don't say he's joining us. Well, he might. Oh, fuck. Right. Uh, well, he, he hasn't heard this, has it? And Diablo verbally, verbally fellating him. I'm true. not verbally fellating him. I know. I think Joe's just trying to get a rise out of you. He <laughs> likes. He likes. I bet. Does Joe like Diablo? Because oh yeah, Joe. Di- Joe did not say he doesn't like the music or Listen, that he doesn't like Diablo. Because I love that shit. It's yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. for two pound fifty, you're right. You're I right. am gonna big it up. I agree with you. And I, because he is known as Diablo the Legend. Yeah. He should be treated as such. Hey, man, I'm not disagreeing with you. If He's you're got a fucking superhero outfit, for fuck's sake. If you're listening, Diablo, we are in no means... That wasn't a shot at you. Joe wasn't taking a shot at well, Diablo or his music. He uh, was taking a shot at you. Yeah. And I think it was done in jest. In oh, well, humor. it's good. So he d- he's only joking about SpongeBob, then. He, he actually loves I don't know about... No, I think he was only... He wants him no. to be on the show every I th- week. I think he was only joking about the Diablo part, well, but with regards to the SpongeBob... I mean, we've, we've got to honor our contract, Joe, unfortunately. We're contractually <laughs> obliged to SpongeBob for the next at least three shows. Okay, fine. Uh, so I'd like to say hello to Mike Knight all the way in Mike T-O. Knight, what's happening, Knight Rider? <clears throat> Who else do I always say hello to and then forget people? Whatever. Uh, if I always say hello to you, uh, hello now. Steve LaDuke. Steve LaDuke. Host of the Gilded Stage. That's right. He took the week off this week. And uh, is Emma co-hosting yet? Not yet, but my vote is still for Emma. My vote's for Emma. Fair enough. Yes. Um, I would also like to say, <clears throat> wait for it. Wait, wait. I need to settle my moment. Cool. All right, Jimmo. All right, Chimo. He's my, he's one of my LOs. Don't be nicking my LOs. No, he's one of mine now. Oh, he's my boy. All right, Chimo. You know he gets excited when I say, "All right, Chimo." All right, Chimo. He joined the podcast group, uh, the Podbean page, as a fan of the show, and his username is "All right, Chimo." So it's either him or somebody else signed up under the name "All right, Chimo," which well, either way is cool. Well, yeah, yeah. Uh, Chimo. All right, Chimo. All right, Chimo. All right, don't 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 rinse cousin, it. My cousin Dave. Fuck off! He's my cousin. <laughs> How do you know? All right, Dave. How do you know he's I not? don't even call him Cousin Dave. Well, that's I why. Do. I call him Dave. Well, all right, Dave. All right, all right Catherine. All right, I want my chips and gravy. Obviously, me and Cousin Dave are closer then, because I call him Cousin Dave. All right, well, no. Right. I want my chips and gravy. Yeah. Okay. Well, well, have you finished with your hellos now? You yes. seem to be going into my hellos. Yes. All right, I'd like to say hello to Ryan Palfreman and the Stolen Mondeos, the boys down there in Leeds. I mean, I bet there's loads of Stolen Mondeos in Leeds, you know. I imagine. Yeah. No, there's only one stolen Mondeos in Leeds, though. That is you and the boys, Ryan Palfrey. That's right, boys. Um, Gary Bishop, a.k.a. What's his name? Gary Bishop, a.k.a. Gary Ogi. <laughs> the fucking Gary Ogi, innit? <laughs> from Peter Pan Music. Hopefully he's going to be a regular listener from now on in. Hope so. Anyway, he got involved in a bit of uh, ooh, a bit of controversy, but don't ask me about that. <laughs> that, that, that went all uh, Somerset then, didn't it? A little it? bit, yeah. Ooh, yeah, are. so Janine and Tony. Uh, right, tone. My nephews, Craig and Carl. Hello. Lee Mills, who never listens. My mum, Jeff, cousin Dave, Catherine... 
All right, Hello, Dave. Dave. All right, Catherine. Hello, my chips and gravy. SpongeBob and Patrick. SpongeBob's on his way in Fuck in a bit. SpongeBob. Sean and Pinky. MC Pinky, I called him last week, but his name's not MC Pinky. You know, I said he's a good. How many? What? 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 Oh. That's his. That is his stage name. Nice. And he is fucking good at it and all. Cool. In fact, I might get him to do a bit of a a do for us, but get get him to do as a, a jingle or something. Or an intro, yeah. What's happening, VIP? VIP Pinky. What's up? And Shawnee, Shawnee Bredrin. Shawnee Bredrin. Shawnee Breadbun, I call him. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Biggin, the mighty Biggin. Hello, sir. I hope you are well, sir. I hope that we don't offend you this week, sir. All right, Biggin. All right, Biggin. Sir. And obviously, Tony McCarroll. All right, Tone, my boy. All right, Tone. And the legend that is, I was going to say something about fellatio, but I don't even want it to have that thing in my face, so I won't. So, uh, Diablo, anyway, the legend that is Diablo. Yes. Uh, hopefully, we're going to play one of his songs later as well. Joe will be uh, <laughs> we pleased play, to think, know that. I think we've played them all. We haven't. We have. We had one more to play. No, we didn't. Because well, let's the last play the one first we... one again. No. See, now you're getting repetitive. Right. I love Diablo as much as the next guy. And everyone coming to our gig on the 26th of April down yeah. at the Globe in Cardiff. Yeah, I can't make it. Yeah. Oh. What? Because you got it. What's it? No, I'm just fucking with it. I just wanted to see if you cared. And Biggin's you coming. Is he? Yeah, yeah. Then I'm not coming. <laughs> I don't know if Tone is coming. I'm not coming if Biggin's coming because he'll hurt me. He won't. He, he, he kind of likes you. He added you on Facebook. This week on Facebook. This week on Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't he? He did, yeah, but don't you, but even if he added me, I'm still, there's still that intimidation factor, so at any moment, he, he could, could just, be just be like, he could just go, yeah, and I'll, he, yeah, and he, ve- he very we- may well do that to you, just to test you, your, your testicular fortitude, of course. So in your, you know the man, in your opinion, if He's, he gives me the stink eye, what should my reaction be? Um, laugh. Don't get scared, you mean? Don't yeah, run away crying? show him, just laugh, laugh with him, but. Make not sure you laugh him. with him. Right. So it's not because like a bear when you're supposed yeah. to make yourself look big. No, don't do that. You wouldn't recommend don't me do that, start to punch my chest? Oh, if you do that, he'll just fucking punch your face. I don't want to get punched. Well, you don't. You wouldn't want him to punch you, though, let me tell you. Anyway. terrified of this guy. He sounds lovely, but I'm so afraid of him. Well, you know. Be uh, afraid. What, what is it? No, keep your friends close and your but enemies that's right. yeah. closer. Yeah. Have you done the LOs? Hello. Hello, everyone. Welcome aboard the good ship, Legend. Legend in my spare time. All right. I'd like to read a news story, if I will. If Please I do. A news story. Yes. And I want to actually be able to get through it and have us actually discuss it. Because I on, think eh? there's a very legitimate point here. And I think... So what you're saying? Don't interrupt. Yeah. Don't be a dick. Okay. Go basically. On. Go on, so, <clears throat> title is, Minnesota waitress sues after police seize $12,000 tip. Oh. Yeah. So, I've read the story, he obviously. Seize it. So, when I say seize a $12,000 tip, what do you automatically think? I assume it's drug money that some big-time uh, cocaine smuggler has just had a big 150-ton delivery. He's like that. He's got it into the country. Let's go down to Denny's, boys, and have some scrambled eggs and gravy. And, and gravy. 
chips and gravy and some waffles with uh, some daft syrup on it or something. Yeah. Well, you're very close. Moorhead, Minnesota. For the struggling waitress with five children, the $12,000 tip left at the table in a to-go box must have seemed too good to be true. Well, Moorhead police decided that it was just that. Why, did she, why did she take it to the police? Ah, well, we'll get to that. Yeah, sorry. Now, the waitress is suing the Clay County District Court, claiming the cash was given to her and the police should not have seized it as drug money. The thing that's sad about it is... Well... Wow, I'm Degsy now, trying to read from a book. Mm. Uh, The thing that's sad about it is here's somebody who truly needs this gift, and now the government is getting in the way of it, Mm. said the woman's attorney. Uh, Moorhead Police Lieutenant said he couldn't discuss the matter. We certainly have an ongoing investigation with it, with suspicion of narcotics, Mm. or the involvement of narcotics investigators, Mm. he said. Um, The forum isn't identifying the waitress in order to protect her... In case the cash was part of a drug deal. Um, according to the lawsuit filed three weeks ago, the waitress was working at the Denny's when she noticed that a woman had left a to-go box from another restaurant on the table. Mm. The waitress picked it up, followed the woman to a car, and tried to give her the box, but the woman said, no, I'm good. You keep it. Oh. The waitress thought that was strange, but she agreed and went back inside the restaurant. The lawsuit states, the box felt too heavy to contain only leftovers, so she looked inside and found cash rolled up in rubber bands. Mm. Even though I desperately needed the money, as my husband and I had five children, I feel I did the right thing by calling the police she states did she fuck police have seized the money which the woman was told amounted to roughly $12,000 she was first told the money would be hers if it wasn't claimed within 60 days then she claimed she was told to wait 90 days 90 days passed and the police told her she wouldn't receive the money because it is being held as part of a drug investigation Instead, she got a $1,000 reward. Mm-mm. Well, she got a fucking slap in the face. Yeah. Would you have called the police? I would have took it straight to my locker in work, put it in a... Just keep it in the fucking same bag. That's right. That's right. That's exactly what I would have Stuff it in the fucking locker. Lock the locker and say fuck all to anyone. Especially when the woman said, no, that's yours. That's yours. Keep it. It wasn't like... Was it her table? I I believe it was, yes. Right. Well, if it's her table, that's my fucking money. Thank you very much. And again, the woman said, no, you keep it. Yes. I'm good. It's my... No. It's your... Keep why? It. Why get involved? Why? Right. Why get anybody involved? Yeah. It's not like she had a guilty conscience because she found it and yeah. said, "Well, maybe somebody really needs this." Yeah. The woman's exact words were, "No, you keep it." You keep I it. wouldn't have called no fucking. You've been my waitress. That's yours. Keep right. it. Right. Exactly. Police are arguing that the money had a strong odor of marijuana and oh. that it therefore falls under a state law that allows money to be seized if it's found in proximity <sighs> to controlled substances. Yeah, but where were the controlled substances? I guess they're saying that a police dog performed a sniff test on the money and his handler believed the dog detected an odor so there is no drug but i guess no. in minnesota the fact that the odor can then uh, assume that it's being it has in, been in, in the proximity right, right. um uh, it's not meant to go and keep a it is not meant to go and keep a gift from somebody that needed it he said um yes it fucking is it, it's exactly what it like they literally could have just been like baby just keep this money like uh, Richie, who was one of the police, said there's no evidence of a drug deal. He said the seizure could discourage people from turning in found money and set a bad precedent. Too well, right. Fuck, yeah, exactly. That would mean that any money that ever had any drugs on it would be confiscated by the police at any time. Yeah, you know so how they can pick, yeah, how many dollar bills have got, exactly. well, five, tens, twenties. They come got up with it right now. All he says, them. do you know how ridiculous that would be? It's like, like 90% in it. Some you're right, that. yeah. A University of Massachusetts study uh, released in 2009 found that up to 90% oh. of U.S. paper contained traces of cocaine yeah fuck me that was good of me wasn't it yeah um 
Then they finish by saying, this smells of unfairness. <laughs> it smells of cannabis. <laughs> yeah, so, <laughs> this poor woman, like, I feel so bad for her, because... She, yeah. Let me look at it from a personal... You try and do the right thing. Exactly. She got you hand fucked. it in, 60 days, 60 days comes, oh no, do you know what? It's ongoing, ongoing uh, thing. We think it smells of cannabis. 90 days, actually, you can have it back in 90... Fuck, oh, it still smells of cannabis, this fucking money, love. Uh, we're going to put a dog to it. Yep, the dog thinks that it might have been in the vicinity of cannabis, so we're gonna we're gonna keep it, so and we'll give you a fucking grand. Yeah, that's for being so honest, for so stupidly honest. Yeah, I mean, I know she tried. I guess she tried to do the right thing. That's not the right thing, though. No, obviously, it's not. I mean, you got to look at it this way: people in this world do whatever they can to protect themselves and their family. That woman did Was the wrong thing by not taking that money home to her children. Yeah. You know what I mean? The right thing to do is, like you said, I would have stuffed that money in my underwear because, if I had because to. Because even if somebody had said, what did, what did you think you were doing? Not taking taking that money. And I would have said, fuck all to anyone. What did you think you were doing? Taking $12,000 yeah. as a tip. I'd say, she fucking left it me as a tip. Yeah. And dude, what in my world. What the fuck has it got to do with you? In my world, it was a takeaway box. Nobody would have even known there was money. I, went, I even ran out to the woman and she said, Verbatim, you keep you it. keep it. Yeah. So what are you gonna do, dude? I would have slowly opened the box on the floor, and I would have realized there was a lot of money in there. I would have gone straight into the bathroom. Straight. Yeah. I would have opened the money. I would have taken it, and I would have shoved it in my trousers. No, I, I wouldn't. Done whatever have, I could. I wouldn't have kept. That's that's quite a wad. That. <laughs> that's what she said. Yeah. yeah. But that money, nobody. Would, I wouldn't have even told the guys I worked with. I wouldn't be like. That's what I'm saying, dude. Dude, I totally. I've got a fucking. I'd be like, team. fuck. I would go to my boss and because I would say, then you you tell anybody. You got to share it then, right? That's can what they'll say. Can you keep a secret? Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course I can. Can you keep a twelve thousand dollars secret in cash? Yeah. Fuck no, that. I wouldn't have told anybody. Straight in the. Nobody would have known. Locker. Nobody would have known. No. I would have kept every dollar bill of me that. too. And I would have actually gone up to my boss and said, "I feel sick. Can I go home?" Yeah. And I would have gone to fucking Toys R Us with my kids. Yeah. Being like anything you want, one what? item each. Yeah. Well, Come on. Mom, where's the money coming from? Don't worry about it. Don't worry where that's coming from, sunshine. And then I would have tried to contact the woman so I could run drugs for her and make more $12,000 in boxes. Yeah. And if, that's where if, it would all that, fall if you're apart. you're giving that away as tips. That's right. Like, I, I want to earn some wages. Yeah. Any work going? Come yeah. on. I'll help you out. Shit. But yeah, that's the story. I was... Bro. It's it's sad, man. It's kind of... It, it reminds that me... That is fucking a right royal rip-off by the fucking American government. What a bunch of cunts. And how do you know... Well, I mean, it's through the police, right? And, well, yeah. And but the, the, the police work for the government, don't they? Yeah. Fuck them. I, I just don't... You, you can't really guarantee that the dude behind the, bar, the behind the counter at the police station isn't keeping that money for himself. Exactly. Because if he doesn't do the paperwork... Yeah. What is it? It's right. not there. Yeah. The crime never happened. So how do we know she doesn't just have one detective's business card and he said, yeah, give me a call directly. And I bet, you know, the shit that goes missing in when it's in police custody is fucking mm -hmm. stupid. Mm-hmm. I mean, any teenager... My friend, right, for an example, yeah. he had his van robbed. They nicked all of his tools out of the back, right? Yeah. So what he did, very smart move, he went round to all the... Uh, businesses in the area. Have you got CCTV? He got. He went and got the CCTV. The coppers didn't do any of this. No. He took it to the coppers. They lost the first copy. They were like that. They went round to his house. Oh, Mr. Watson, blah blah blah. Sorry about this, but we lost the first copy. Can we have the other copy? He was like that. Right. Well, yeah, you can. But this, I haven't got another copy of this. So I'm good. They lost that one as well. 
Silly. And these are the people that are supposed to be protecting us. Yeah. And they just harass people that don't fucking deserve it. I got harassed. I got, ch- well, a caution. And I, I, it's, it made me fucking hate the police. I was, I was quite, you know, sort of liberal on that. Right. You know, we've got, we've got, we've got to have, we've got to have the coppers, man. Otherwise, it'd be fucking anarchy. Yeah. You know what? I'm not too fucking sure. No, and I mean, I'll say, uh, I have friends who will remain anonymous <clears throat> that work in that line of work, mm. and they are nothing like that. But yeah. it's it's kind of like a used. Uh, once you get screwed by one mechanic, mm. you have a. a Propensity to hate mechanics. Yeah, tarred with the same brush. Um, so, but there are a lot. I mean, <clears throat> I I wouldn't do that just for one bad apple. You know exactly. It's, you know, yeah. it does spoil the whole bunch. And yeah. th- I would say that most of them are just little fucking power hungry. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. here's I have an example of that. I have a good friend of mine back <clears throat> back in Canada. Uh, I don't know. Like, they're obviously the lo- marijuana laws in Minnesota are obviously very very tight, and mm. they they usually are all over the states. Yeah. Canada is a little more liberal. Mm. The way that w- the law worked at this time in well, Canada. Well, you've got a leaf on your flag <clears throat> for fuck's sake. That's right, baby. Uh, the way that works is. In Canada, if you have 14 grams or less, mm-hmm. and they can't prove without a shadow of a doubt that you are using it to sell on to other people, right? They don't do anything. 14 grams—that's like half an half ounce. Half ounce, yeah. Uh, allegedly. Well, I do a lot of baking, so. Um, so if you have less than 14, 14 or less, and it's not say broken up in individual baggies or whatever, mm. they'll just let you walk. Hey. So, my friend used to go to this certain area, like a, a wooded area with his mates, and they yeah. used to just hang out there on a Saturday night, and all mm. of them would just get brizzled. And 14 grams for e- just each. Yeah, exactly, because it's Canada, right? Yeah. Um, they had a few different times where the police would show up, because this was a known party spot. Mm. Police would show up, yeah. confiscate, take your ID, write a file out, everything like that. Well, they comfort- you said they don't do anything. They're like Depends on the copper. Depends yeah. on the guy. Sometimes so they're like... Sometimes they'll I'll just make you... I'll take that. Right. Sometimes they'll just I'll make you throw it. I'll smoke it at home later, eh? Some of them, some of them just make you pour it out, stamp on it. Ugh. Some yeah. of them take it away and fill out a report and make you sign a paperwork mm. immediately. Yeah. But my friend this one night, I remember specifically because he called me giggly excited because he said it was the highest quality of marijuana he'd ever seen. Yeah. And he's going to this spot. Mm. Police show up. Mm. Two cars. So he's parked. <laughs> the car's V behind him, blocking him in. Oh. And and you, when you're in that situation and the police pull up Two behind sets you, of headlights on you. They already know what you're doing. Yeah. Nine times out of ten, when the police stop you, they already know what you're doing. Yeah. So there's no sense in lying because it's Canada and it's liberal. They say to my friend, "What do you got?" He says, "I got 13.8." Because yeah. he knows how it works. Yeah, 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 yeah. And the guy says, "Let me see it." Opens it up, smells it. Looks at it, a bit. it up and rolls it up as in rolls it like yeah. tight into like a little tube shape which yeah. is a very very stoner thing to do with your baggie right so the copper Tuck, knows how to, how to use it yeah, oh yeah and goes get out of here no way drives away <sighs> as he's getting in his car my buddy leans out his window with a moment of bravery and says yo enjoy that that's the best shit you're gonna see all year the cop didn't say a word. Didn't even read my friend's license plate. Didn't even say, let me see license and registration. Just went, I'll take that. get out of here. And you know, I know for a fact. And my friend told me that he knows for a fact. Well, that how many guy times? Went home with that. Yeah. How many times would, if you were a copper, could you be put in that situation? I found, a you know, a, a half ounce of cocaine, or say, for example. Right, right. That's worth a fuckload of money. Right, exactly. Right. To the guy, I'm not... Right. I won't say fuck all. You. 
do one. There's got to be loads of tons of it. Coppers like that. Yeah, and I mean, the paperwork. It's fucking easier to do that for exactly. them. Exactly, because then he's got to go back to the station, fill out paperwork, yeah. license plate, name of my friend, how much was it, where did you get it? So I'm sure when he got back in the car, he got on the radio and said, "Oh, Breaker One Nine, uh, just a couple of kids with about uh, a gram of weed. I uh, made them destroy it. Yeah, over. Yeah, done." Burr. And it's it's not. I mean, I know it's, I know it's it's little things when you compare it to like movies with like crooked cops that are killing people and all mm, that shit. Yeah. But still, it's wrong that they're taking advantage. Fucking right, it is. Abuse of power is wrong. I'm sure my friend wouldn't have rather gotten booked for it, but he couldn't have been booked anyway because it was less than the legal amount. Mm. But fuck, <clears throat> there you have it, bastards, bastards indeed. You bastards. You bastards. I fucking hate all of you. Bastards. What time is it anyway? Is it half an hour yet? Because I'm dying for a piss. Yeah, go ahead, man. I'll uh, I'll chat for a minute or two here. All right, don't um, slag me off, though. I'll try. All right. If Joe calls, uh, I can't guarantee he won't slag you off, though. All right, okay. What, hey, Joe, what do you know? I'll see you in a minute. Oh, he almost bloody forgot to take his headphones off, and he, he almost fell over on his ass. Bloody hell, man. So, yeah, that's the, I guess the lesson this week, ladies and gentlemen, is be nice to each other. Be genuine. Be honest and uh, that's it that's all I got I'm not going to lie to you folks if you listen to Smart Marks you know it's been an angry week in the world of Matt Lee's um, sorry I got distracted terrible let's just listen to the music for a second while I read this message but what back. Looks like we're not going to have Joe from Iowa join us this week. <coughs> I'm going to call it he chickened out because that's just easier for me to say. That he chickened out. What was I saying before? Oh yeah, it's been a rough week in the world of Matt Lee's. If you listen to Smart Marks, my wrestling review show, you already know that I'm a big wrestling fan. And uh, this past weekend, they had WrestleMania, quote unquote, the biggest event of them all. And um, I hated it. I thought it was terrible. But that's... That's just how I feel about it. What can I say to you? Wow, this is why people don't podcast alone. Right, Steve LaDuke? I mean, at least you have uh, things to throw to and things to go go into. Me, I'm just sitting here staring at my fucking mixing board waiting for Degsy to come back. Um, I thought it was more full of shit than this. I thought it would be easier to just run my mouth, but evidently it's a little tougher than I thought it would be. We could do random racist accents, but if I do them when I'm in here alone, it just literally makes me sound like a racist. At least if I have somebody here to make laugh, then I can just say, I'm not racist, I was just trying to make you laugh. But if Degsy's out of the room and I'm sitting here making fucking... No, I'm not, I'm here. Oh, there you go, so I can do racist accents. Yes, of course you can. Feel free. I just can't think of any anyway. Joe has chickened out, he's not going to join us. No. No. Why? I don't know. He says it looks like rain and needs to mow his lawn. Looks like rain and he needs to mow his lawn. What, before it rains? Yeah, I guess so. Um, okay. I hope that's a euphemism. I'd rather lo- mow my lawn. Thank you very much. I'd Fuck r- you very much. Fuck you very much. <laughs> Fuck you very much. So, uh, yeah, I was like, sugar, that piss, by the way. Oh, I needed that. So, um, what's 
uh, what are we going to do now? Well, I'm going to tell you how is it, I am. Is it half an hour? Are we going to refresh or what? Actually, I fixed the laptop. We don't have to refresh. Oh, but that gave us a perfect opportunity to go and get a fresh brew. All right, well, I'll tell a story, and then you can go get a fresh brew, yeah? And then we'll come back. You'll read Oasis the truth. We'll have your fucking special guest join us, the cunt. Right. And then we're going to rapid fire the game that I made up to I close him. out. I met him on the way. He's out here, is he? Yeah, yeah, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, this week, Degsy showed up a little bit tardy, and as I came downstairs, he was already in Meows. Yeah. Fucking hell, man. Like the shadow. The shadow. What's that from? The shadow? No, it's from Only Fools and Horses. Oh, is it? All right. Yeah. All right, Rotters. Sorry about that. Anyway, yeah, I almost hurt myself the other night. Did you how? It was really late at night. Try not to laugh at me too hard, okay? Right. It's late at night. It's about one, two in the morning. I'd be eating pork rinds. Mm, uh, now, pork rinds give me the bubblies. Pork rinds are pork scratchings. Yes, to you. Uh, they give me like the ring of fire type bubblies. Like, mm. it's not a pleasant experience. No. So, and uh, now I have an iPad. So I take the iPad into the loo with me. Burr. You know, and I'm sitting on the shitter. Yeah. As a man does with his... That's I don't good. know if you're... I don't know if when you guys, listeners, or even you shit, if you have your elbows on your thighs. Yes. But I do. Do you know what? Can I... Um, well, I should get SpongeBob in in a little while to explain. Yeah. Well, let me finish my... Please feel free to finish. So I'm sitting there for quite some time yeah. on my iPad while I'm taking, you know... Yeah. Luckily, because I needed to, you know, I, I luckily I'd put the iPad down by this point, mm. and uh, I decided to get up without realizing that my feet are asleep because oh, I've been sitting like this for yeah. so long. Ah, I've done that. I proceed to fall directly forwards. Oh no! Catching my hand on the side of the bathtub. Oh, that's good. Instead of smashing my face off of it. Did you? How'd you wipe your? Room? Yeah, yeah. Everything was clean. Ah. And I saw me pants down. Yeah. But shaboom. Yeah. Catch the bathtub, slip to the floor, and just kind of sit there with my pants still around my ankles, thinking, I could have knocked myself the fuck out. Yeah. And then my parents would have woken up for work and that found me hilarious. on the fucking floor, knocked out with my ass sticking out. Yeah. So that was my story. I almost killed myself. And it would have been funny if you'd have accidentally fell on the toilet brush and it landed, ended up up your heart hole, and you were found in the morning. With your pants around your ankles and the bog brush up your ass. The, the, Million the, to one the, shot, the, Doc. The, the bristly end. Million to one <laughs> shot, Doc. I swear to God. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so That's, that was my... They get a lot of that, though, apparently, in the yeah, A&R. A&E. Oh, yeah, yeah, I, mean, yeah. I imagine they do. If that would have happened and I would have hurt myself, I would not tell you the story. Yeah. Because you would have come in and be like, well, you got a black eye for? Yeah. And I'd be like, no, it wasn't uh, It wasn't Biggin. It was me smashing my face off the bath. Yeah. Shit. Oh, no. It was almost... Re- you would laugh your ass off at me, so. wouldn't you? Yes, I would. But, um... Oh, no. Hello? Hey, guys. How's it going? Are you well, okay, Matt? Fuck I you. heard your friend Joe didn't like me very much. No, he thinks you're a piece of shite. Oh, well, he should go fuck himself. Anyway, you're contractually obliged to me for the next at least three shows. Yeah, we're not going to be extending that contract. Just so you know, SpongeBob. I have the contract in my pocket. Yeah, yeah. And uh, all you I said can speak to my attorney. No, anyway, your attorney the, can suck my dick. We'll give you the three we're contracted to, okay. and then you can hit the hay. Well, I'll tell you what. Yes, I tell you the name of the red marks that are left on your knees after you've been having a shit after eating pork rinds. You know the red marks that are left on your knees. Yeah, yeah. They're called. Bombay birthmarks. <laughs> you didn't make me laugh. Do you think that that is warranting at least another session? No. 
Okay. Here's what we'll do. You get three more weeks with SpongeBob. SpongeBob, you get three more weeks to visit us. If we get three listener emails to legendinmypodcast at gmail.com, subject line, keep Bob, you can stay. That's legendinmypodcast at gmail.com. Hashtag keep Bob. Hashtag keep Bob. Bob. So, anyway, I'm going to come back in a little while, you guys, and uh, I'm going to do my um, rude word of the week as we uh, agreed con- contractually. Okay? Three more weeks. I'll see you later. Enjoy it. Let's go jellyfishing, Patrick. Well, I love, I love SpongeBob. He should, he should come. Oh, so, yeah, later, SpongeBob. Are you going to refill that tea before we do that? Yeah, of course, man. I was just, I'm just getting into it. Wow, how long have we gone? How, how, how got, far are we in, did we she only, say? We've only got 20 minutes left, my only friend. Only 20 minutes left? Oh, so, yes, that's right. Bloody hell, time, doesn't time fly when you're having so much fun on the, this magical carpet ride we call the Good Shit Podcast? Doesn't time fly when you're sitting with a cunt? Well, I'll tell you what. I'll go and get my fucking tea. See you in a minute. That's what she said. Here we are again. This went so well the last time it was just me and you, listeners. You know, I was just filling dead air. Can I have... Can I read... Oh, I'm not getting one, am I? Yeah, of course I do. What the fuck? He was just going to walk out of... You cheeky... Cheeking cunt. Not only was he going to go into my kitchen during my podcast to make himself a cup of tea, he wasn't going to take my cup and make me a cup of tea. I enjoy the way I say cup of tea. Sounds, um, dramatic and shit. Dramatic, yeah. Well, what I'll do while I have a moment is I'm going to plug, hit plug, Some friends of ours. Some podcast friends. Of course, here on the Spare Time Legends Podcast Network, we also have Beyond the Gilded Stage, hosted by Steve LaDuke, which is a in- an independent music podcast. We've also got Dead to Me Podcast, which is very sporadic, very random, very rare. It is the podcast tributed to me and how much my former friends in Canada miss me. If you would like to hear my co-host on Smart Marks, the only professional wrestling podcast you need to listen to, Astronaut Mike Dexter is how Fitzy knows him. I mean, Degsy knows him. Fitzy, Astronaut Mike Dexter. Oh my God, it's terrible. Me on my own is just fucking terrible. The Reverend Brian Fitzpatrick and his good friend Aaron Poole, all the way from Dublin, Ireland. Each week they record Cabin Fever, which is available at a site called Fred.com. Please go check that out too. Check us out together on Smart Marks, which this week we will have our super extended WrestleMania special. Listen, stop talking about that fucking shit, right? Which shit? It's not. This isn't a fucking advert for your other shit program. Whoa, whoa, right? whoa. You're on strike one, Degs. Listen. Listen, you work for me in here, bro. Listen. All right. We work together. No, I'm this is co-host. episode 85, okay? 85? Hey, did, we're almost on our way to 100. We are. I did 85 of these without you. Yes. See what I'm saying? Mm. So you show some respect. Okay. I'll show respect, but the tea's brewing anyway. I'll be, I'm going to have to go and finish it in a minute. I thought I'd have to come in. It sounded like a fucking advert. Well, what did you want me to do on my own with a microphone? To tell a funny story or something. You already told me my stories are shit. I'm not funny. Well, d- yeah, but it's better than fucking, like, bigging up your fucking wrestling chums. You can also find our good friend JJ Hawkins from Portland, Oregon on iTunes and on the website of Doom.com. Does um, Mars- Harvey fucking Locust? Does, he, does he have one? Yeah, no, he doesn't. But hold on. 
I wasn't finished my sentence. Right. Mars needs podcast. Mars needs podcast with JJ Hawkins. I'd like. We didn't say hello to Harvey and Madam during the hellos. Harvey and Madam Locust. I hope we he were li- saving the best till last. I hope he doesn't just listen to the beginning and go. They didn't say hello to me, cunts, and turn it off. Yeah, well, that's what that's what I think. No people, they turn off after they hear their hello. They, yeah. yeah. So, so we should so do them at the end. Yeah. We? That's what I said. All right. From now on, that's what I said. End. All right. That's what she said. I'd like to say also hello to Jim, big old Jim from OneFallWrestling.com. Thank you for listening. All right, Jim. Sharpo. Sharpo. Thank you for listening. Sharpo just moved. Marks. Oh, no. He just moved into his own place. Sharpo, sharp. He's a man now. Why? He's moved bachelor pad. He's got his own bachelor pad. So yes. now we can go down to Ashby de la Zouche. Ashby de la Zouche. And hang out with him. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's one of my f- wife's favorite places, by the way. Is it? She calls Biggin Ashby de la Zouche. Oh, yeah? Oh, that makes... Ashby de la Zouche. Yeah, yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. Makes sense. Uh, you know I've never been to Ashby de la Zouche. You know what I'm going to call Biggin when I meet him? Sir. Yes, that's yes. right. And I'm going to avoid eye contact. He won't have that. What do you He'll mean? Be like, Fuck off, no bird. Call me Biggin. I'd be like... Call, call me the mighty. I'd be like, hello, sir. Please don't hurt me. Poof. Call me Biggin. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Biggin. It's going to be that... Poof. It's going to be that eternal loop like the scene in Blues Brothers when the the nun keeps hitting them for swearing. Yes. And he's like, Shit. God damn it. Yeah. Fuck. Shit. Shit. Yeah. Bastard. Yeah, yeah I, lo- I love the Blues Brothers, by the way. Yeah. So, no, it's good. I'm not. I'm not. Their but band is fucking. They're band. tight. Oh. The Blues Brothers band. Oh, they're still going, are they? Uh, how dare you, sir? What? They're phenomenal. 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 No. Right, go. No, not well, with that. I'm going to. We couldn't order. You could have done that instead of. Next time I'm in the room alone, I will. Do that while I'm going to put the milk in the tea. That's what she said. That's what she said? Wait, how does your buddy like it when I'm like, uh, that's what she said? That's what she said? That's what she said? Here we go. This is for you guys. Right now, there are potentially millions and millions of people listening to this podcast saying, Can you believe he gives us this us for free? This to us for free. Fucking hell. Also, the uh, probably one of the best little bits of um, The Office. Have you seen that? No, they do a Manamana thing, do they? Yeah. Cool. He comes in with a Manamana. Yeah. Funny. Very funny. Very very funny man, Ricky Gervais. Comedy genius. Yeah, he is. He actually, uh, his last stand-up thing was really, really funny. What was it called? 
I don't remember. It was the one. It wasn't politics, and it wasn't animals. No, it was the one where he tells a story about the guy and his dad jacked him off at a hole. Uh, what do you call that thing? A hole in the wall where you stick your knob through. Oh it. yeah. <laughs> Something like he tells a story and he goes back outside, and he tells this whole long story about the guy that said he used to go to glory, glory holes. Glory hole. And he's like, yeah. And then he comes out of the glory hole and he sees the dude on the other side of the window, and it was his dad. And then he looks at the crowd and he goes, I've had that in my head for five years, and now you can have it. Oh. Which is actually kind of funny because I did that to the lads I work with as well. What? When a girl them off in a glory hole. Well, when a girl told me that she was going to have her minge pierced. Yeah. I tried to go the week being a man saying, no, just swallow the, just swallow the information. Yeah. You can. And then, no. I looked at Moen one day and I said, yeah, well, so-and-so is going to get her minge pierced. That's been in my head. Now you fucking have it. Oh, was, was it a nasty minge? Best not say anything because she might be listening, eh? Alright, so If you've got your minge pierced And you work with Matt Lees You know who you are Considering I only work with two women uh, I think it would be pretty silly To tell a story about women I work with But anyway Are we going to read from the book Or do my game that I came up with Because we got 15 Please, minutes Please, let's do your game we got 15 minutes left Let's do your game We uh, always knew that Because that's how we do it That's how we roll We know everything sp- 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 Spot on no. Right To the timing the t- what, How long what I time? say you read first And then we close oh, with the do game. you Yes, that's what we planned anyway Wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, exactly We said we'd talk about that first and then, and then read we'd and actually yeah. do the read yeah. okay hold on <coughs> but, but, um, and now Degsy reads from Oasis The Truth written by Legend in My Spare Time listener Tony McCarroll and now here's your host <coughs> Degsy Confla- the Taoist congratulations <laughs> uh, <sighs> instantly evap- right so basically we got to um, where uh, Liam had done his first gig with um, The Rain. They were still mm-hmm. called The Rain. The they'd rain just, they'd and kicked, the plane falls mainly on Spain. They'd kicked um, my good friend Chris Hutton out of the band. Yeah, sorry to hear that. Why don't we have... Right, why don't we have Noel join as lead guitarist? Ah, right, that was... So they were in Piccadilly Gardens, weren't they, talking about getting rid of Gwigs. He said, Gwigs, he's been in the fucking... Come on. So Come on. So basically, they compromised... Why don't we have Noel join as a lead guitarist, I said, as that was his instrument of choice. It made sense. Liam's guilt instantly evaporated. Now he was animated. I'll go and tell him where we're recording, he replied. Liam was incredibly proud of the work we had done and was genuinely thrilled about Noel getting to work with us. I thought I had made the best decision of my life and good times lay ahead. I told Liam to speak to Bonehead and Gwigs first before speaking to Noel. He agreed and ran off with an excited look on his face. It was the best of decisions, and it was the worst of decisions. It was good to see Noel. It had been a while, and we were catching up over Jack Daniels in the Square Albert Boozer. He told me about his girlfriend, Louise, who worked for a music promotion company. He was deliriously happy when speaking about her, which I thought was a good sign after... Jack Daniels had become friendlier with us, I began to notice a few more changes in Noel. He seemed surer of himself than he had before. I guessed his time with the carpets, the Inspiral carpets, had broadened his horizons. But it wasn't just that. He looked physically different. I'd seen that look before. The pale look. He'd been whitened by a chemical snowstorm, so to speak. He'd lost weight. He could ill afford to lose. His newly found confidence also left him with an opinion on just about everything. It was as if he had morphed into his big brother Paul without gaining the stature or girth. 
The jibes still came thick and fast and his face would literally crease with laughter. We talked about the band and how great a musician Bonehead was. He told me he had a few songs of his own that he wanted to slip in. He was genuinely excited though and was desperate not to step on Bonehead's toes. We headed off to the rehearsal room together and I, I felt it was good to have him back. We plugged in and started playing. Noel stood looking intense in the corner of the studio, nodding his head in time to the music. The large white, ro- the large white woolen jumper he was wearing made him sweat profusely. He picked his guitar up and started to lay down some backing riffs for Take Me. No one asked him to, but it felt right. After the session, we all welcomed him into the good ship Oasis, and he suggested that we start rehearsing at the boardwalk. The Inspiral Carpets had a permanent berth there, and a small rehearsal room had just become available. We all agreed. It seemed that, without any questions asked, Noel had integrated himself into the group as our lead guitarist. It felt good. There was never going to be a problem with us liking Noel as a person, as we already knew him. And as for Noel, I reckon he realised he had just found himself the perfect vehicle for his songs. Should we leave it there? Because sometimes it gets boring, doesn't it? I wouldn't say boring is the word. So that is the the forming of Oasis. And they're now Noel has joined. Now they are Oasis. And they've got a place he's to record. To slip, he's trying to record in at the boardwalk. They got a rehearsal room. It's 1994, ladies and germs. It's all on there. And no, actually, it's probably about 91, wasn't it? Yeah. Speak well. Listen. Speaking of Oasis, yeah. you and I are going to play a rapid fire game to close this out this week. Wicked. What happens is. I'm going to say something, you're going to say something. I'm going to say something, you're going to say something. Hence the expression rapid fire. Right. First one that can go more than five seconds without an answer. Right. Loses and the game's over. Okay. So we're waiting for a longer than five seconds pause. That's right. Yeah, and we'll do the whole... it should be three seconds. All right, three seconds. Yeah. Okay, you ready? Mm. And it's got to be one, one thousand, two, one thousand, three, one thousand. So here's how we're going to do it. <clears throat> the subject this week, and we can do this anytime with any subject. Okay. This week's subject is titles of Oasis songs. Oh, shit, man. I'm never good at this. All right, go on. All right. Do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? Don't look back in anger. Wonderwall. I bet you could, but you could have been studying up. I wasn't. That's three seconds, by the way. No, I know, but no, I, I don't know if I'm comfortable with the fucking. You know what I mean? I'll, I'll tell you what. I'll learn all the Oasis, read them all Bro, up. Listen, and listen, and then just put him Dags, on the spot. Dags, listen to me. You're my boy. All right. Yeah. But you sing in an Oasis tribute group. Yeah. If you can't name Oasis songs, there's no hope left in the world. All right. Go on. I could have said the subject was professional wrestlers. Go on then. Well, you've already lost. Do we start over now? Okay, we'll start over. Yeah, go on then. Wonderwall. Don't look back in anger. <laughs> That's longer than three seconds. Be I, here I now. Win. No, no, it's not. Champagne supernova. Some might say. No, that was that was. Uh, I hope I think I know. Don't, don't. Uh, be that, here that now. Was three. That was three. And I uh, just repeated anyway. And that was that was a uh, that was be here now was an album. I'm sorry. No, there's a song. I win that. So that's one all. One Kay. piece. Should we start again? Yeah. Are we doing Oasis song still? Yeah, if you want. Or what else could we do? Um, Born on a Different Cloud. What? Oh, Digsy's Diner. Guess God thinks I'm able. I like that one. Standing on the shoulders of giants. Hey now. Fucking in the bushes. Um, she's electric. 
Married to children. Hello. Fucking hell. It's not as easy as it sounds, is it? Two on the degs. It's literally not as easy as you think it is. No. Because right now I can think of a whole bunch. Yeah. But when you're on the spot, you're you're like, uh, uh, shit. Oh, God. Uh, Yeah. It's like when I was on The Weakest Link. Did I ever tell you I've been on The Weakest Link? You did. Fucking Harry Potter. A couple of times. Okay, how about this? Better titles for our podcast than Legend in My Spare Time. I don't think you get any look better than that, mate. You're right. I just was feeding you that. I wanted yeah. you to say that. Yeah. Um, Plus, we're on episode 85. Yeah. Not, not long to go to 100 now. That's true. Um, and, you know, I think we should at least go to 100 and then maybe change it as the centenary Legend in My Spare Time. Centenary and final episode. Why, why final? I don't Never know. think of it as in finality. Okay. Okay. Oh, we haven't done my quotes of the week. There you go. That's how we can close then. We because can close. Oh, no. The rapid fire game sucked because first you whined about it and threw me off my game. Wasn't it? It was. No, it was bad though. I mean, actually, it wasn't that bad. It was quite good, but should have been better thought out. I mean, I bring pieces of paper and everything. You know, not that we used it. Yeah. Right. So what do I want? Yes, this. Right. Okay. Are you gonna do me an intro? Have I got me special? It's time for Degsy's quote of the week. And now, here's Degsy the Taoist. He who lives by the sword dies by the sword. Do you know, I wrote that one. Do you know who said that? I wrote that one. Jesus, Jesus Christ. Hmm. Keep your friends close and your enemies closer. Do you know who said that? Degsy did tonight. I did say that tonight, yeah. but I, I quoted Napoleon. Mario Puzzo. Oh, the author of The Godfather. That's right. Mm. Um, the difference between stupidity and genius is that genius has its limits. Mm. Do you know who said that? No. Albert Einstein. Ooh. Imagination is a re- is a quality given to a man to compensate him for what. He is not, and a sense of humor was provided to console him for what he is. That's shit. Oscar Wilde, you, you silly sausage. At the beginning of a marriage, interesting to talk to from now until old age. Say that one again. This computer skipped a little bit. At the beginning of a marriage, ask yourself whether this woman will be interesting to talk to from now until old age. Nice. And Friedrich. Uh, Friedrich Nietzsche. Nietzsche. Nietzsche Nietzsche said that Alright, how many more you got? We're almost out of time Why? Because it's starting to act a little funny Can't we run over? No, it's starting to act uh, a little funny uh, Give me another one, I like them No I wasn't saying they were shit, I just said, uh, you know Three things in human life are important The first is to be kind, right? Yep. The second is to be kind And the third Is to have, have a, a guess po- have, a, have a podcast Is to be kind And do you know who said that? Henry James. And very Taoist. Uh, that should get 10 on the Taoist scale. Sure, sure. You know, I, I kind of liked it when we were rating them in Taos. Yeah. There never was a good war or a bad peace. Ooh. Benjamin fucking Franklin. Benji. The best way to make your dreams come true is to wake up. Ooh. Yeah? I like that one. Mm, I like that one Paul as well. Paul Valerie said that. I got one. Go on. To be the man. You gotta beat the man. To be the man, you gotta beat the man. That is very true. Very true. Who said it? Um, Huggy Bear. Close. Ric Flair. 
Ah, Huggy nice. Bear, Ric Flair. See what yeah, you Huggy Bear, Ric Flair. The Nature Boy, Ric Flair. Yes. Uh, great is the human who has not lost his childlike heart. Hmm. Miraculous said that. There's no next time. It's now or never. The author is unknown. But I thought Elvis said that. It's now or never. Right. My good friend Mohandas K. Gandhi said this, and I'm going to do it in his accent. It's not racist. I'm just doing it in Gandhi's accent. An eye for an eye leaves everybody blind. <laughs> Sorry, was uh, an eye for an eye leaves everybody blind. Was he in the Beatles? He might have been. Ooh, don't get defensive about your shit accent. An eye for an eye leaves everybody blind. Sounded like Thomas the Tank Engine. Boom, 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 that was a good one as That's well. That's good, isn't it? Yeah, I like that. That's Eleanor Roosevelt said that. Eleanor Roosevelt, you dirty bitch. Mm. Yes. Whatever the mind can conceive and believe, the mind can achieve. Do you know who said that? His first name was Napoleon. Bonaparte? No, Hill. Napoleon Hill. Who's the fuck's... Harry, that? Harry Hill's brother. Who's the fuck's Harry Hill? You don't know Harry Hill? No, man. What doesn't kill us makes us stronger. Who said that? Harry Hill. Friedrich Wilhelm Nietzsche. But do you know what? I, I know a girl who had a tattoo. It it said, What don't kill you makes you stronger. What don't kill you makes you stronger. So, like, it's, it's, but it should be actually what doesn't kill you. Ooh, you like know that. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But it's what don't kill you makes you stronger. Because she's Welsh, is it? And I told you about me, mate. Johnny fucking reasons. Mm. It's got no one gets out of here alive in lower lowercase. Yeah. Looks like no one gets out of here olive. Oh no. Yeah. We've all had poor tattoo work, you know, hence the cover up that I have on my arm. Cock rub. Yeah. 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 We, cool. put, we, we never got um, right, do you know Come in. We got we got one. We gotta close. We have Hey to guys! Oh, what what do you mean? I We're out of time. One. Oh, come on. Right, okay. We're still on the ace. Um, an air aeroplane blonde. Do you know what an aeroplane blonde is? Man? No. Well, that's a dark-haired female who dyes her hair blonde. For example, she is equipped with a black box. Can I do three more? You're gonna anyway. Okay. Three more and we're out of here. Three more. Alarm cock. Do you know what an alarm cock is, Matt? Is it when you wake your woman up with a mushroom slap? Well, no. Actually, it's an apparatus which, which springs into action first thing every morning and can be used by a man to wake up his spouse. So you were kind of right on that one. Usually by sticking it up her ass. <laughs> Art. <laughs> Time to wake up, honey. Do you know what an alcoholiday is, Matt? No. What's okay. an alcoholiday? It's a sojourn from which one doesn't bring back any memories. <laughs> We've all had those. Do you know what an alcohologram is? <laughs> no. It's a fascinating multi-dimensional optical illusion, which usually occurs around the 11th pint of wife beater. And on my last one now, the alcapocalypse. 
you know what that is? I can imagine. The morning after a smashing night on the pop, feeling like one has just been strafed by helicopter gunships. I just have to to do this one um, last one. An Alfred. Do you know what that is, Matt? An Alfred. Batman's a Batman's housemaid. You're right on that one. But this Alfred is an itchy cock. Named after the Master of Suspense film director Alfred Hitchcock, <laughs> who was well known in Hollywood for having an itchy cock. <laughs> okay, that's my that's I've gotta go now anyway. Alright, bye. I'll see you next Bob. week. Bye. I'll, I'll see you next you. week for our contractually obligations. I'll, okay, I'll, I'll, see you guys. I'll miss you. See you SpongeBob Tara. Bye. bye later. This Ta-da. has been another edition of your favorite podcast. And if it hasn't been, it should have been. I am the Reverend, the one and only Matt Lees. He is Degsy the Taoist. Please, ladies and gentlemen, be nice to each other. And bathe regularly. And don't go licking any toads. AK, take me home, you dirty, dirty bitch. Why don't you come with me, Degsy, on a magic carpet ride? Well, you don't know what we will see. Why don't you go down please to me? Fantasy will set you free. Close your eyes, girl. Did you have fun this week, Degsy? Yeah, I'm on, yeah. Those are Congratulations, cunts. We'll see you next week. Later. Let him slay.